Welcome to MVP. We're Sports Illustrated's Charlotte Wilder and Jessica Smetana. And this is the most valuable podcast. Brought to you by the most valuable podcasters. Hey, Jess. Hey, Char. Did you like how I switched that up this morning? What did you switch up? Well, I just did a like slightly different voice for oh. most valuable podcast. You've been doing a lot of voices lately. I'm a little concerned. I think that I want to be a voice actor. Please. Don't. Well, it's useful for the show. So uh, speaking of the show, we I'm not sure. This is this, this show this week is like a Mary Poppins bag. Like we put so much into the show this week that you think that there can't be more and then we pull more out. Yeah, it's a great show. I'm, I'm super excited psyched. about it. We're going to talk about Jimmy Butler going to the Sixers. We're going to talk about the Steelers drama because we literally always talk about Steelers drama because there's always Steelers drama. Going to talk about how Jess hates Mike Leach. Tom Brady can't <laughs> run. Baker Mayfield is dangerous. Uh, we have some personal news about Charlotte's trip to Sesame Street. Oh. The Great British Bake Off is it sports? Yeah, and also is ruining it for people's sports because yeah. I'm about to murder someone. Right. Uh, we ask on Char is a hot dog a sandwich, and we have some serious takes about that. We have True Gritty Chapter Four, and as always, I will give my rant at the end of this yes. podcast. Yes. Um, oh, and we're combining personal news with Call Deb this week because she wants to hear about Sesame Street too. So uh, this week. Our news block is we're going to rank things from least to most surprising. Yes. This actually might be my favorite ranking system yet. It, yes, it, it is because there's a lot of things that... Well, it- mostly because our most surprising thing is the funniest thing I've ever heard, <laughs> <laughs> which we'll get to. Yeah. Uh, we got 11 of them this week, so we're going to kind of breeze through some of these. Yes. Um, Jess, tell me what the least surprising thing that happened this week. The least surprising thing that happened was that Hugh Jackson got hired by the Bengals. Oh, do you want to know what his title is? <laughs> yeah, I do. Special assistant to the head coach. <laughs> assistant to the regional manager. He is Dwight Schrute to Marvin Lewis's Michael Scott. Oh my God, that's the most accurate thing I've ever yes, heard. Yes, it is. It's like, hey man, you uh, you coach the Browns to literally the worst <laughs> record you possibly could have minus one game, because in two years... That's how many you won. Uh, and then and Marvin then he, Lewis is like, hey, buddy, you're my friend. Yeah, Marvin so. Lewis is equally as an atrocious of a coach. Like, he's never won a playoff game in eight seasons. <laughs> they, like, he, the Steelers, like, snatched a wild card game out of, like, the clutches of Marvin Lewis in 2015. Like, they were, the Bengals had the game in the bag, and yeah. it would have been his first playoff game, like, a milestone for this franchise. Yeah. And then the Steelers won with, like, game-winning field goal and everyone was like are you fucking kidding me but it just makes it just makes like this isn't surprising it makes sense Hugh Jackson gets fired by the Browns mm-hmm. goes on his like crazy media tour where he blames everyone oh except yeah himself. you saw that last week he literally went around being like well you know the players I didn't want to draft Baker Mayfield or I like, I love calling plays and we're like no dude you're, you you you're don't not, you're you not. might love it but you suck at it yeah but so it's it's not surprising he's he's on the Bengals now and um, well first of all there I, I I have two thoughts. One, I realize the reason I always forget the Bengals exist, and I really and the re- and the reason <laughs> this is, is true. You text me this like once a week. Oh yeah, I'm like, huh? Bengals are still around. That's funny. And I'm always like, I wish I could forget they exist, <laughs> but they're in the AFC North with my Steelers. We actually have this conversation <laughs> like, once a week. I'm like, oh, Bengals exist, and you're like, can't forget them. And then I'm like, hey, the Pats and the Steelers play this week, and you're like, no, that's literally for another month. Uh, but. The, uh, so, first of all, I think it's because Marvin Lewis. I think he's so bad that I just forget the Bengals exist because yeah. I'm never worried about them. Also, um, 
this is the great American tradition. This is men failing up. This is well, men sucking. Well, I mean, women do it too, but like Hugh yeah. Jackson sucked at his job and then his this buddy is, was like, hey, dude, you want a job? This is why getting an NFL head coaching job is the most, like, that is, once you do that, your job security for the rest of your, like, you you have a job forever. Right. Like, you will just keep moving team to team with these different made up roles totally. until you die. Like, I mean, that's how kinda... Jeff Fish, Fisher lasted in the NFL for like oh. 35 years, even though he's terrible i do have a soft spot for jeff fisher we all do yeah uh this is i mean it's sort of like media too i see these dudes where i'm like you're bad at your job and then their buddy's like hey i'll hook you up and i'm like are you kidding me did anyone call a woman before hiring you anyway uh (laughs) whoo number (laughs) number 10 the this isn't surprising this was going to be our least surprising thing but then uh hugh jackson got hired yesterday so we bumped it up uh, the Jets still suck. Yeah, they're awful. They lost to the the Bills, which is pretty bad. <laughs> if I lost to the Bills, I think I'd just dissolve my franchise. Yeah, Matt Barkley was at quarterback, who is I don't think he's played in two years. He's like tw- like twenty eight. Literally just didn't even know came he out of nowhere until he took. Unfortunately, the field. he I do because he went to USC. So another what thing that I wish I could forget. USC. Oh, South Carolina. Oh my god. No, are you what? <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> I was like, what does USC have to do with you? Because they play Notre Dame every year. Oh. I was like, Remember, not from I, California. I went to Notre Dame. <laughs> Wait, what? I know. Breaking news. You went to... Jesus. I've, I haven't known that. I wish you'd talk more about college. Um, here's, the, here's the thing. We live in New York. Neither of us are New York sports fans. No. Who is more embarrassing? The Giants or the Jets? Oh, Jets. Always the Jets. I actually think that the Jets... Like, if you're... <laughs> Producer, our producer Matt is sitting here, and he's a Jets fan. I'm going to tell you to put earmuffs on. For a second. I'm about to say earmuffs. something really mean. I'm like, if you're a Jets fan, like, who hurt you? I'm like, but how? Like, yeah, I know a lot of. I'm just like, how can you still be a Jets fan in 2018? Yeah, the only I will say the only good thing about the Jets is that it gave me a really good fantasy football name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. J E S S Jess, Jess, Jess. When you told me that, I I think I fist pumped. I'm so I'm I'm so proud of it. Anyways, my fantasy football team is Midnight Stacks, which makes that no sense. Means nothing. Nothing. Nope. And I always forget to set my lineup, so I think I had 52 points. I will say Charlotte weekend. somehow beat me in fan. This no one gives a shit about this, but Charlotte's <laughs> fucking terrible at fantasy and beat me by like three points one week, and I was so pissed I couldn't even acknowledge I, I her texted, for like four days. I texted Jess and I was like, "Haha, beat you!" And she was like, "We can't talk about this." I was so and, mad. And Je- I'm when, still so mad. when Jess goes into like like mad mode, I'm like, "Ooh, okay, I'm just gonna I we are get, gonna I can get scary." Um, sweep that one. Anyways, underway. number nine, also not surprising. Tom Brady still can't run. Yeah, <laughs> the Titans destroyed the Patriots yeah. this week. Like they took Brady out in the fourth quarter and put in Brian Hoyer, and I was like, "Fuck." But I mean, I just I watched Tom Brady run and uh, they had this they called a play where Edelman threw to Brady. Did yeah. you know that Edelman played quarterback? In no college? one ever mentions. No this. one ever talks about that. Hmm. Uh, anyway, Brady catches it, which was nice. And then he stumbles like two <laughs> steps. He looked like your uncle after two old fashions, like and playing like, yeah. football at Thanksgiving. And you're like annual turkey bowl. Right. Just falling like, on his uh, ass. Uncle Tom's. What what was the tweet in the sauce? <laughs> what was the tweet that you said? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Roger Sherman, uh, who writes for The Ringer, tweeted that Tom Brady runs like an ant, <laughs> uh, which is so one of true. those tree guys from no, Lord of the Rings. They're not trees. They're ants. Ch- Chess, they're, they're not. They're not. They're they ants. look like it's, trees. Okay. You know what's funny, though? It's like when tree birds like, I'm <laughs> hold not on, a tree. Hold on. Who- I'm an ant. My name's Treebeard, though. But do- I'm not a fucking tree. But call me Treebeard still. I'm leaning my head on the microphone. Anyway. Jess is such a nerd. Uh, I love Lord of the Rings. 
Although the thing is, is like if he's like my name, my name's Tree Bird Beard. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, Charlotte is trying to piss me off now. (laughs) It's Tree Beard, and he saves Mary and Pippin. Oh Jesus! And then wins the battle by card. Number eight. Uh, Okay, the Steelers. There's a lot of drama going on. This isn't surprising either. I I feel like our our ranking should actually be here are ten unsurprising (laughs) things, and then one very surprising (laughs) thing. This is still it's. To me, a little surprising that Le'Veon will probably not be playing at all this season. Okay, if you so, told me at the beginning of the season that mm-hmm. he wasn't going to come back at all, I would be very surprised. That's surprising. I know. I agree. He uh, has till 4 o'clock on Tuesday, which is – we're recording this Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. So if you listen to this after 4 and you already know the ending to the story <laughs> – Don't I'm spoil s- it for I'm us sorry. right now. <laughs> Don't time travel and tell us what happens. And well, I'm sorry you have to listen to us speculate is yeah. what I was going for. No, no, but, no. Um, Everyone's saying that he's not going to return back. He's apparently in Pittsburgh right now. Um, I don't know. I I changed my mind. Last week I said I didn't want him to come back because I was scared that they would misuse him well that's like you were hedging you were hedging your bets it's where you're like well i don't like that guy very much anyway and you you are in love with him and you're just trying to tell yourself because you know he's not in love with you (laughs) so true oh my god yeah um i really want him to come back i miss him so much oh my god jess i'm sorry (laughs) i love Le'Veon, and i I, do too he's so fun steelers need him like they don't need him to play running back but if you lined him up in the slot and put connor at a back like they would fucking win the super bowl and the thing that's crazy is that like this feels like a rip oh i'm sorry it's just like if he doesn't report back today Mm -hmm. and the steelers do make it to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and then he doesn't play it like that would be fucked up I don't think the Steelers will I don't I don't know if they'll get that far but you know what I mean like yeah no I know it would be awful I I had a conspiracy I, theory so he's not playing let me just get this straight okay. he's he's not playing because they wouldn't pay him what he wanted in guaranteed money and right. he didn't want to get hurt before signing a huge deal next year right so he's giving up 16 million this year right to hopefully make like a hundred thousand million next year. <laughs> well, yeah, like he wants, he wants, he wants over. He wanted million. seventeen million guaranteed per year. The Steelers were offering him like eight, eight or like something smaller than seventeen for two years with no money guaranteed for mm-hmm. the next two years. Which, which I understand. Yeah. I understand not wanting to get hurt and blow your chance. It, so on on one hand, I completely get this. I. I, I don't know what I would do in this situation. I have yeah. I don't. I I'm, truly don't. I I think that there's a part of me that, I mean, it's sort of what we were talking about with or we'll be talking about but we're going to talk about now instead with um oh we're not actually we took it out of the what lineup are you talking about des <laughs> des bryant going to the saints and oh, getting yeah. hurt before he took a single right and before same- he t- played in a single game which because like as you were saying when we talked about this yesterday like you can't you can't train for an NFL game or practice as effectively as actually being on the field for right it. and like des hadn't played all season and then his AC Achilles heel just like exploded. Yeah, it was like practice. psych. We're not going to do this. Yeah. So on the one hand, I I mean I I just don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he does get that huge contract and then immediately gets hurt next year. Which yeah, well, knock on wood doesn't happen. That would be terrible. But but it would be better than getting hurt now before. And ever uh, what annoys me is like like a bunch of people reported this summer they were like Le'Veon Bell turns down monstrous seventy million dollar deal and it's like no 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 like they Steelers will probably not have to pay him seventy right. million like he actually turned down eight million guaranteed. Well, like per yeah, it's complicated. But yes, anyway. But now, now I guess the Steelers can transition tag him, and it's all complicated. I don't know. I had a conspiracy theory that he got hurt mm-hmm. and like secretly didn't tell anyone, and he's been in Miami like rehabbing all season, Ooh. and like that's why he hasn't reported back. Because if he goes back, the Steelers will leak it to the media so that no one will sign him for a long term oh, deal. Oh, juicy! But then he played pickup basketball at Planet Fitness like last week, and that's the saddest place you could play pickup. I still, fun fact, uh, I am still subscribed. What do you call it? Gym? 
What are you to You're a gym? A, a member? I'm still a member of a gym. I'm like, subscribe <laughs> I'm and rate this gym. <laughs> to my gym. Give it five stars like our podcast. Um, I'm still paying uh, 10 bucks or nine ninety nine a month to a Planet Fitness in Boston because I cannot figure out how to cancel. I haven't lived yeah. in Boston in Canceling years. Canceling gym subscriptions are. I basically just go down to a trash can and throw $10 away every month. Don't, and don't say that on Twitter because people will come after you for wasting $10 like what happened to me yesterday. Oh, yeah. We're going to skip that. <laughs> We're going to number seven. Jimmy Butler was traded to the 76ers um, and he and Mello. Did Mello finally get cut from the Rockets? Did that actually happen? Um, or is it speculated as happening? No, I think it happened. Yeah, okay. Well, both of those things are simultaneously surprising and not surprising because Jimmy Butler put up this... He had he was in Minnesota and uh, had this whole meltdown a few weeks ago, months ago. I have no sense of time anymore. Where he was like, this team sucks. I'm the greatest, blah, blah, blah. And then is ESPN... Is that Mahomes again? Every, every Jimmy Butler does not <laughs> every athlete is my Pat Mahomes voice but anyway so yeah Jimmy Butler didn't, he did not want to be in Minnesota and Tibbs kept like to be honest I don't blame him we hate Minnesota oh I had a terrible time in Minnesota I'm kidding we don't hate Minnesota we hated the Super, the Super Bowl, Bowl in, Minnesota. in Minnesota when it was February and like negative 10 degrees and I had a hundred degree 103 degree fever yeah I hallucinated Cletus the fox robot in my hotel room and that's when Jess was like you should go to the minute clinic yeah, I was like please get medications yeah. um Tibbs Tibbs basically was just like in denial that Jimmy wanted to leave or like I guess couldn't find anywhere for him to go mm-hmm. soon enough so Jim like it was just a whole mess Tibbs was like uh when you're in high school and your like boyfriend breaks up with you and you're like still like in denial you're like instagramming pictures with him and you're like oh like no we're still together and he's like no we're not and you're like yeah we're going to prom wait and did they like, have instagram when you were in high school yeah. Oh my God, I'm so old. <laughs> I didn't even have Instagram in college. Really? Which is crazy because we are only five years apart, and yet that can change. That's why I feel like we're just whenever it's like you're saying like, oh, I'm a millennial, you're a millennial. I'm like, no, I feel like there's a very big difference between being like in your early twenties and like your late twenties. Yeah. I think technology-wise. Right. Anyway, we have a disagreement about um, what's going to happen with Jimmy Butler in Philadelphia, which is that I think that. Jimmy and Joel Embiid will have like a petty off or like things will implode very quickly. And you think it's I, like, I think this is either going to be the Hamilton Burr of our sports <laughs> lifetime or like the buddy comedy we didn't know we needed. Um, and you I, think it's going to work out. I was just going to sing a line from Hamilton, but you know what? I'm not going to do it now. Angelica. Um, <laughs> Eliza. <laughs> um, I think it'll be fine. I think like, I think Jimmy Butler is, probably fits in pretty well there. Like yeah. he's good. He's not. Like I, everyone wants to call him like a diva or whatever for how he acted in Minnesota, but like I respected it. I thought yeah, it was a like, power I move. I think he's he's a good dude. Yeah, I like him. He played for the Bulls. I liked him then. Still like yeah. him now. Um, I think he'll be fine, and I think that in the end it won't fucking matter because the Warriors will win the finals. Yeah, I don't so know why we're even why? talking about basketball because no. Golden State is a black hole. Anyway, moving on. Number six. Uh, I was surprised. Mostly because it's still sort of unclear what's going on. Tuka Rask, uh, goalie for the Boston Bruins. We're talking hockey for a second. Yeah. Um, he was he need, he needed a leave of absence for personal reasons and didn't say what it was. And Keith Olbermann was like, "Oh, did the leave start in the third period of the game last night?" Because he let in a bunch of goals like and three goals on like fourteen shots. And then something. a bunch of people were like, "Oh, it's so selfish to take time during the season." And I was like, "You know what? Athletes are people. Leave the guy a fucking loan." Yeah, it's not surprising to me that no one that is a sports fan who are like 
sports fans are generally rabid, like yeah. wouldn't take a second and be like, oh, this man has a life. And like, right, it's like when people get mad at players for being there when their kids are born and missing a game. Right. I'm like, wait, like really? If, if I if I if I were married to an athlete and my husband decided to. <laughs> like that (laughs) i'm like there's an alternate universe in which i'm married to a very successful stunning athlete anyway um and he just was like oh sorry sweetheart i can't be here we're we're playing uh yeah we're playing the Bengals. i'm sorry that you have to give birth (laughs) yeah i'd be like well we're over um okay number five jess this this was surprising to me until we kind of got into it a little bit Talk to me. So Mike Leach, coach of Washington State, yeah, um, gave this interview after they won yeah. where his player, what is the guy, Gardner <laughs> Minshew, which is a totally normal name. Hell of a name. Stuck a fake mustache onto Mike Leach because he is, Gardner has a mustache, so he put one on the coach and then Leach gave this like, oh, I'm a goofy guy interview and yeah. media were like, oh my everyone, God, national everyone, treasure. Right. Oh God. The, it frustrates me so much when people are like, Mike Leach is a national tri- like this man is hilarious. Like we thank love God Mike, for Leach. Mike right. Leach. What a breath of fresh air he is. He's so kooky and eccentric. Jesus died for for to give us Mike Leach. <laughs> I don't know where that came You're from. You're Jewish. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, I like this is a very unpopular opinion probably. I don't I don't like Mike Leach. Tell me he why you don't like Mike Leach. Kind of problematic. Like his yeah. whole stint at Texas Tech was that ended in him getting like fired right before their bowl game because he like was oh was that when he shoved a kid in a broom closet yeah like this <laughs> this player on his team got a concussion and he like allegedly made him stand in a dark broom closet during practice Jesus. as like a punishment for having a concussion which is like what the kid and his dad said his dad like worked for ESPN so it was like extremely like national news anyways right, right, he was right. basically like blacklisted from college football for like a couple of years when he like lived in Key West and like no one heard from him um the earnest Hemingway of our time <laughs> Mike Leach for real but like I and like he's also like a really really vocal Trump supporter which you think the media would be like fuck this guy like he's right. spoken at Trump rallies and stuff but instead like re- reporters are like oh no he's He's, he's goofy, he's and, goofy. Fun. and like he also like tweets conspiracy theories like he tweeted a <laughs> he tweeted a doctored video once of barack obama that oh and was like i'm trying to start a conversation and people were like this is a fake video okay so this just goes to show how short people's memories are <laughs> no for real because i mean it's the same thing like anytime i've gotten people have yelled at me on social media like two days later it's over and you're like but you hurt my feelings. This is different. <laughs> Charlotte got let me just, very let me just, personal. Let me just make this about me for a second. Um, uh, okay. But it's the same as Mike Gundy. Like Mike Gundy went on this rant yesterday about how like transfers are like snowflakes because they like don't get what they want. And like when liberal- did he do this? On I Monday? think it was on Monday. He's okay. like he's like liberalism is ruining football because of snowflake like transfer chill i don't know i'm like paraphrasing but that sounds right it's like what like mike gundy you have a mullet but everyone's like, stop like, everyone's like oh but the mullet cancels it all out it's i know so it's cute. just like a co- like mullet. I, and like you can like mike leach and that's fine but like i'm just saying like it's it, we we are an anti mike no i'm not i'm not an- like he's, i know i'm kidding yeah, i'm teasing I just, but like let me just because i don't want to get yelled at yeah but like it it is fairly hypocritical that like this guy is like oh the kooky fun guy but it's like eh, he can be wildly problematic yes. at times so maybe we should all like before we praise some like we talked about last week don't praise people for being like the funniest or the best like people are people they're complicated right you can be you like know. this was funny but you don't have to be like oh 
Mike Leach is a national treasure. Remember that time he tweeted a conspiracy theory to his like thousands of thousands of followers? <laughs> right. Like just be like, like hey, he has okay. a mustache on. All right, number four. This was um I mean, it's not surprising because the Big Ten sucks this year, but Northwestern is going to play in the Big Ten Championship. <sighs> yeah. Okay, number three. Uh, the Bears' <laughs> Cody Parker hit the uprights four times in one game and kept his job as a kicker, which... Yeah, so Cody Parkey makes... Uh, he signed Sounds a- like we're saying Cody Parker wrong. Cody, Cody Parkey. Cody Parkey is an ex- incredibly hard name to say. It really Cody is. Cody Parkey. Cody Parkey. Cody Parkey. Cody um, Parkey the car. <laughs> Jesus. Parkey the car. <laughs> Cody Parkey the cat. Um, I was practicing my Boston accent this week if you want me to do no, a segment we, in it. We don't. You um, don't? He signed a four-year oh, deal in the offices. I'm just blatantly ignoring you. <laughs> that was an, it has, He is making $9 million in guaranteed money. I think Goskowski is the only kicker that's making more guaranteed than Parkey. And Parkey missed two extra points and two field goals. Hit the bar. Like, that, like not even like, oh, it's wide right. Like, fucking dingers all four. <laughs> which means they were close. But still, how hard is it to hit the uprights four times in one that game? That is that- surprising to me because I don't understand. How- First of all, I think it means he's a good kicker. <laughs> no, hear me out. Because if you can hit the same, you know, three-inch wide thing four times in a row means you're a pretty good kicker. You just needed to... If you're aiming for it, but I don't but think... Maybe he... he was. Maybe he's trying to throw the game. Maybe he had money on it. He said He said after the game, I don't think I've hit the post four times in my whole life, and I've been kicking for almost 15 years, so it's almost comical. No, no, no. If you're not a Bears fan, it's extremely <laughs> it's comical. It's extremely comical. Uh, I love that. Me that, too. That's me as a kicker. Anyway, Thursday night football, the thing that surprised me about this this week was was um they had these tied ads mm-hmm. that is just Joe Buck and Troy Aikman in the booth talking normally, although the picture looks like a little off, so I'll be watching the broadcast and I'm like, hmm, they look like they're in a little bit you know, something's off about this. And then they'll, you know, go to be like, Oh, now we're going to Christina Pink on the sidelines and she's like, Well, you know, Joe, these uniforms are super clean because they use tide and I'm like I'm going to murder you. This was an ad the whole time, and you tricked me again. So you're literally surprised because you're su- like when you see the ad, you are surprised it's an ad, even though they do yes. this like every Thursday. The reason now. this is surprising is because I'm surprised every time, and then I'm mad at myself for being surprised because yeah. I should know better. This is the f- shit with Tide ads. They are fucking trick you, and they make me so mad at Tide. Like when they did the thing with Terry Bradshaw when he had like the stain on his shirt. Yeah, and then. Everyone's like, oh, like, I, I, I honestly, I was like, this is sad. Like, Terry Bradshaw is senile. He's he losing it. CTE. He's spilling on himself. Like, he must be just in a really, like, he's spilling shit all over himself, and the producers aren't even cleaning it up. Like, that's fucking tragic. And then, like, after the commercial break, you're like, oh, no, this was a tight ad. Like, right. what the? It's so frustrating. <laughs> it's like, they're, they've gotten real, and it makes me want to not buy Tide. I, but the, I don't. I use Arm and Hammer. You know what? It I smells still use amazing. Because that shit tastes good yeah you know i mean the thing it's hard to hate on tide because like their tide pods are so delicious yeah, they are really good it's like if you didn't want people to eat them maybe you shouldn't have made them taste so good exactly like sue me so i can't i can't quit anyway I can't um quit them. the number one most surprising thing was that jared goff <laughs> tweeted at halle berry this week yeah this is just like i, di- I didn't see this coming i i really if those two names together i just like didn't I didn't expect. Well, so what happened was um, the Rams, Sean McVay called a play called the Halle Berry 
for the Rams. I think it's just called Halle Berry, not like not the, the. It's Halle not Berry? like the Ohio State University. Mm, no, I'm pretty sure it's called the Halle Berry. <laughs> uh, there is a video of of Jared Goff like calling the play at the line of scrimmage where you can hear him screaming like Halle Berry, and I, I can't so, even say. I, I think just think of that song, Halle Berry. Yeah, I don't. I, I think, think I'm that. too old for that. Okay, probably. Uh, anyway, um, I just uh, anyways. So, so Halle Berry saw yeah. this, or someone showed it to her. I don't know how much football <laughs> she watches. Uh, and she goes, what's Halle Berry with the cry laugh emoji face? And Jared Goff quote tweets it and says, it's my favorite play. And then Ooh. Todd Gurley responds to Jared Goff's tweet. And he just goes, thought with a bunch of laughing faces. And if you don't know what thought means. Charlotte, people know it. No, they don't. Yes, because they do. I didn't a year ago. So I'm going to tell oh my God. people who don't know. Yeah, I'm just not I'm everyone is as cool as you are. I'm not cool. It's just like that's in like that's in the vernacular now. No, like this is your this is it means that hoe over there. Ugh, that's problematic. Yep. That's what it means. We don't use the H word on this podcast. No, we don't. That we're H just reporting the there. news. <laughs> anyway, so um, I think this is this is kind of weird because Jared Goff's like my he's like twenty four. Yeah, Jared Goff's twenty four. This is like Halle me. Berry's fifty one. She's fifty two. Halle Berry's fifty two. Um, which, which I'm all for. There's like, nothing wrong with this. No, I'm there's like, nothing. Wrong, but that's like me tweeting at like George Clooney and being also, like my favorite actor. <laughs> I mean, like that's he's too old for me. Or like Paul Hollywood, he's fifty two. Paul Hollywood's 52? Yeah, I found this out last night. He's way too old for me. Like, that's just a lot. He's also kind of problematic himself, but... Anyways. He is a silver fox. He really is. All right. Um, so that was the most surprising thing that happened this week was the, Jared Goff and Halle Berry are getting married. I, one other Congrats thing. Congrats to the happy couple. One other couple. thing, as someone who is Jared Goff's age, mm -hmm. I don't... Halle Berry is beautiful mm -hmm. and a great actress but like my first and only memory of her was mm -hmm. when she was in the awful Catwoman movie oh. because that came out when I was like 10 mm -hmm. so like I don't know I she I did have, look good in that yeah I don't know I have to imagine that he I could see that being a very formative experience it, for young yes. Jared oh I thought you meant for me I was like oh yes and it ruined her Jess. for me because I thought she was a bad actress but oh, I don't I think know. he cares that Razzie. much about I, the acting you're right you're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> I think Jared Goff isn't in it for the articles. Let's put it that way. Have you ever tried to go to, a, you know, say, oh, I don't know, a sports game, but it's like really hard to get tickets online? Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I happen to go to a lot of sports games. You go to a lot of sports games. Yeah. I go to a lot of sports games with hundreds of sites and varying levels of reliability. It's hard to know who to trust, which is why I love using SeatGeek. I actually legitimately use Seat Me too. Geef. I we're seat, not this is not geef. I just said seat geef. Seat seat geek. Seat geek. Seat geek geek. Yeet yeet. Okay, I love I really do though. This isn't one of those like, oh, we're reading this ad, but we don't use it. We use SeatGeek. Um there's nothing like being there in person. SeatGeek gets you closer to the action for great value. Um and it does this by searching multiple ticket sites and grading every ticket based on value so that you can get... This is great at Cubs yeah. games because you might accidentally end up with a seat behind a fucking pole. Am I allowed to swear during ad reads? Because <laughs> yeah, I, I you just, just did. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's huge. Right. And every purchase is fully guaranteed um, so you can shop with confidence. Um, I have the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it's by far the easiest way uh, to shop for tickets. And I have the SeatGeek app on my phone. It's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. And 
Um, speaking of Disney on Ice, uh, this was a year ago, but I did use SeatGeek to buy Disney on Ice tickets, which I cried during the entire thing. It was very wow, moving. you can get anything on SeatGeek. Literally Seat anything on SeatGeek. Mm-hmm. Yeet. Um, so, best of all, our yes. listeners, this is a pretty sweet deal, actually. I yeah. might try to use this for myself. Um, our listeners get 20% off their first SeatGeek no, purchase. No, $20. <laughs> wow, okay. They get $20 off their first seat. I'm going to finish this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code MVP today. That's promo code MVP for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Wait, what's the promo code? M-V-P. Oh, like Most Valuable Podcast. Yeah. Oh. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. Ooh. Spicy. Ooh. Petty Hall of Fame. Who are we inducting this week? You know, I was going to say Mike Vrabel, but I think it's just all of the Tennessee Titans. Oh, why? Um, so first of all, so we were talking about how Bill Belichick called the double reverse pass from Edelman to Brady. Yeah, the one where he couldn't run. The one where Brady, like, stumbled and didn't get the first down. And and would have if he could have stayed upright <laughs> maybe three more steps. Um, so later in the, the same game, Mike Vrabel called the same double reverse <laughs> pass to Marcus Mariota. And Mariota actually, like, caught the ball, looked extremely athletic, got the first down, and then yeah. went out of bounds. Yeah. Um, after the game, Vrabel was like, so I, Mike Vrabel used to play in New England, so him and Belichick yeah. are like buddies. But after the game, he was like, basically like, yeah, I called that play on purpose because I wanted to see if ours looked better. Right. Which, first of all, I... I commend. I really respect that. That sort of... It's also doubly petty to do that against your former coach and, yeah. and have it succeed. Like, yeah. that's kind of a baller move. Like, look, I drafted Marcus Mariota. <laughs> He's spry. And, and you know, but this it's, play worked with Mary, Marcus Mariota and it didn't work with Tom Brady, so... Yeah. And um, Deion Lewis, after the game, was like, he also used to play in New England and New England wouldn't sign him to an extension. Oh, that's right. He went to Tennessee and after yeah. the game he was like... Yeah, this shit was personal. I am swearing because he swore. Um, Did he say this shit is personal? I think so. Yeah, well, something like I that. I miss that. Wow. Um, but he was like, yeah, like that's what happens when you go cheap or something. <laughs> like he was like extremely pissed off. Damn. Um, I have a I have a funny Mike Rabel story actually. I I love Mike Rabel. Um, I really liked him on the Pats, but also a few years ago I was at this Kentucky Derby party where like all the famous people go before the thing, and I got a media pass, and I went and I. But I dressed up as though I was just going to the party and I took my media pass off. So you're never going to get invited back to this party. Mm, I know. But I told I, I didn't like f fool people. I okay. eventually told them like I was talking to this is an insane name drop. I apologize for the story. But I was talking to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and at one point I said something so weird that he just looks at me and he goes, I'm sorry, who are you? <laughs> and I had to be like, ah, damn, I'm a, I'm reporter. a reporter. And he was like, mm, okay. and then he probably like sprinted away. Um, yeah, it, I mean, the conversation didn't last a whole lot longer after gotcha. that, but anyway, so I was, it was raining out and there was a steep hill and I was trying to walk down it after the party. It was like midnight in my heels and I'm sort of going very slowly. <laughs> like it looked, things were not going well. It looked like I need help. Mike Vrabel, Kool-Aid man's out of the hedges. He's ripping a cigarette. There's some, there's like another random player next to him. I can't remember who it was. Vrabel takes my arm. He's like, 
you look like you need help. And this wasn't like a presumptuous male, like, I'm going to help the woman. This was like, I needed help. Yeah, right. Like, I was going to fall down this hill. We make small talk as he walks me down the driveway. Yeah, we get to the end of the driveway. We go, all right, have a nice night. Takes a huge drag of a cigarette and like wanders off into the darkness. Love it. What a good guy. I love Mike Rabel. All Thanks, right. Mike. This week, <laughs> is it canceled? Oy. Okay. Yeah. We got to catch this one a little. So Zach Smith is canceled is yeah. the moral of the story. Yes. Just tell, can you explain this? Yeah. In, briefly, because this story has so many parts to it, mm-hmm. but Zach Smith was the wide receivers coach at Ohio State for a while. Um, he, if you remember any of the drama from the summer, is the reason that Urban Meyer almost got fired because Zach Smith got... He, and the reason that Meyer was suspended three games. Yeah. Zach Smith got caught, like, breaking his what do you call it like violating the terms of a restraining order mm-hmm. that his ex-wife had on him and then as reporter brett mcmurphy um reported out that like he had been accused of domestic violence a bunch of times and basically had broken all these rules and everything and was kind of just like a loose cannon type yeah. guy and not a great dude um so this sunday night he went on this he he does this like every month or so where he'll like this guy, on, he's, he has a Twitter account for some reason. He, and he has, like, 40,000 followers. Yeah, people follow him. And a lot of people think that he, like, you know, like, this, like, I don't know how to even say this. Like, a lot of people would take his side, basically. Yeah. So, anyway, so every month or so, he'll, like, need attention and, like, go on, like, these Twitter rants. So, he went on one on Sunday where he, Tom Herman, who used to be the offensive coordinator at Ohio State, like, four or five years ago he went on this zach smith went on this rant where he was like tom herman uh like cheated on his wife and i was there and, and I, he I added saw it. he added not only tom herman but also tom herman's wife and yeah. posted screenshots of text messages where it was like he just he zach smith had written these paragraphs to tom herman being just saying it doesn't matter anyway tom herman's response was just okay cool hook him yeah, like he t- he texted that back to Zach Smith. And so that became kind of a joke on the internet. A lot of people ran with it, like said, you know, yeah. just tweeted out, okay, cool, hook them, and, and made it into a joke. And Jess and I didn't want to talk about this on the podcast because it's just validating Zach Smith's craziness and yeah, giving I him think, a platform I think you and like attention. legitimize him and his claims when you talk about it on like a Sports Illustrated podcast. But the reason we are talking about it was because it became this thing. And and what I want to say is I wish it hadn't. Like, I understand yeah. a joke. I understand. Usually I will join in. I will make fun of people if they deserve it. I understand that I think people thought they were making more fun of Zach Smith than anyone else in this situation who yeah, arguably but like, deserved it. The but thing is, like, just you're joking ig- about just domestic violence still on some ig- level. Ignore him. Like, right. ignore his tweets. Like, like let's let, just... I Like, my perspective of it is, like, let him tweet to his, like, small little corner of the internet and then, like, no one else... Like, mainstream media, whatever you want to call us or whoever else, like, don't talk, like, just let him tweet into the abyss. Because at the end of the day, he's accusing Tom Herman of cheating on his wife, which isn't criminal. Like, that's not an allegation that we need to, we don't, we don't need to. That's technically not any of our business. Right. Like, it's not, it's not great if it's true, but like, that doesn't, it's not the same as domestic violence. Like, right. totally different. Um so, like, can we just, like, ignore... Yeah, let's like, cancel and ignore can we Zach just ignore Smith this forever. Shit? And this is the last time we're going to talk about him on the podcast, so... I hope to God yeah, that's true. same. Oh, God. Okay. Is it sports? This week... Yeah. ...is contentious because... Well, I it's I hate not. that we're talking about this right after we just talked about 
Tom Herman cheating on his wife in a massage parlor. Oh. Because <laughs> my is it sports this week is getting a massage. <laughs> and it, it's funny because we ran the numbers. It is competitive. It does require physical. Well, it's competitive because the... Okay, here's the... I don't, I don't really think it's competitive. I think it's competitive because I think whenever you get a massage, the person's like, this is going to be the best massage of your life. And like, I think that's gonna... presuming that people are as crazy as we are. Yeah, I'm competitive with everything. Me too. Like, I, getting we coffee are, is competitive We, are, we are insanely competitive people, <laughs> and I think that we're projecting onto Maybe. massage therapists. But it is physical exertion. Like, yep. you sweat. Like, it's difficult. Like, yep. it hurts. Like, you, a bitch. Like, I this woman's gonna... elbow was so far inside my shoulder blade that, like, it was going to come out of my heart. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Um, my back is still fucked up, you, for the record. Yeah. <laughs> So like, it wasn't a great my back massage. Is extremely no. I think I need like a chiropractor. Um, it feels like sports to me. It so just does. it doesn't feel like sports to me. But we, you know, we've run the numbers, and apparently it's sports. So, so yes, getting a massage. I'm gonna. I'll concede getting a massage is sports. Thank you. You know what? There is no debate over what the Great British Baking Show. Sorry, mm. the Great British Bake Off. They're called two different things. It's the same show. Depends whether you're. I call it Bake Off. Me too. I don't. But know on who... Netflix, it's called the Great British Baking Show. And it... Netflix is stupid. Just yeah. ignore them. Okay. Well, it's anyway, bake all baking and cooking Great shows. British bake Off. <laughs> Great British Bake Off. Uh, all baking and cooking shows are sports. Yeah. Hi. It's just in football off season. I basically watch Chopped and like Cutthroat Kitchen and all of that shit like nonstop they for are... months because that's like my fix. I love it. Of yeah. competition. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, this season is incredible so far. I'm well, so this season already finished in it. Ta- they tape it in the UK. And right. Then and then it airs it and then goes, it hits Netflix. It goes on Netflix like months later. So there is already the winner has been crowned. Right. And so you just have to avoid spoilers, which I did a really good job of avoiding spoilers until and I'm about halfway through the season, and I have my favorites, and we're not going to give anything away because I'm not an asshole. <laughs> I check my Twitter DMs this morning, and a stranger has tweeted at me who won the Great British Bake Off. Well, to be fair, they only tweeted at you a person's name. Sorry, they tweeted at me a name and said, oh my god, I'm not crying, you're crying. And so I took that to mean the name they tweeted me is the person who won. And even if it isn't the person who won, now I'm going to watch the whole thing assuming it's a person who won. Yeah. And I am I am so mad. I think ruining the Great British Bake Off is one of the meanest things you can do. And you know who else ruined the Great British Bake Off? Who? jk rowling well i ruined it for myself because i was like scrolling but i don't know why i was doing this i was scrolling back on her twitter for some reason and how far I, back were you scrolling like only like a, like three days i was like oh. looking for something she had said i okay. don't know she had said something like fucking controversial as always and okay. i was like whoa like what did you do so then i found this tweet where she said that the, this person won and i was like you fucking <sighs> still pissed about it so the season was ruined for me before it even came out in the u.s which is just it's so but i had hope for charlotte i was like charlotte doesn't know who's gonna win well yeah you you haven't told me and now i'm the, just... the name that the person sent you is don't tell me i'm just kidding it's not is it i'm just kidding yes i know it... there's nothing i can say because ah, now you're not you gonna can't know say anything without <laughs> upsetting me right now <laughs> okay uh this I'm actually very excited about this ad read. Um, I kind of love doing ad reads in general. Um, you are a corporate shell. Yep. I am just a corn husk for the brands. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is for Outdoor Voices. They make 
running equipment, yoga, not running Oh equipment. my gosh. Can I do the ad reads today? Yeah. Okay. Outdoor Voices is a great store. They believe that harder, faster, stronger is not necessarily always better. So they design gear for doing things, being active and having fun. So Outdoor Voices actually sent me and Charlotte some clothes last week. They sent us leggings, a crop top. I, I posted a picture on my Instagram one. You should follow us both on Instagram if you want to see what that cool shit is. No, they are the coolest. Like. I'm I'm truly it's, obsessed with this. It's Jess super. And I, com- I went for a run in my leggings this weekend, and they're super comfortable. They're like thick, so like my legs weren't cold, but they're not like they're they're extremely. Well, comfortable. I got a little crop top. no seriously what i do love about this is that their pants and their crop tops are cut very flatteringly so you can feel just super cool and and be like match like they're really cute yeah 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 Yeah. but they have they have everyone looks good they have like good men's stuff too we're not men so we can't like i can't personally vouch for their men's clothes but i can personally vouch. but like it's stuff that i see and i'm like i would if one of my guy friends wore this, I'd be like, that looks great. I'd be like, oh, now I'm going to date you because you're wearing outdoor voices. Um, so if you want 20% off your first order of $100 or more, visit OutdoorVoices.com slash MVP and enter MVP. That's uh, 20% off your first order of 100 bucks or more outdoorvoices.com slash MVP and enter MVP. That is a gr- I'm probably going to use that. I'm going to use our own deal. I'm for sure going to use that. I'm going to become, we're going to quit our jobs and just go work for Outdoor Voices. <laughs> and this this was the last episode of the podcast because we work for Outdoor Voices now. <laughs> um, yeah, so buy some pants. Some personal news. Jess, you go first. Um, yeah, my mouse is back. This little fucker. Sorry. <laughs> you were swearing an insane amount today. I know. I, t- I drank too much coffee. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Le- talking about Le'Veon uh, Bell this it- early in the morning got me, like, really pumped up. Okay, let's try to do the rest of this thing without swearing once. Can okay. you do it? Yeah. I'm okay. I'm gonna try. So, <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Shit's not a swear. You yes, can say that is. on TV now. No, you can't. Yes, you can. Okay, well, let's do it without it. Okay. <laughs> can I say damn it? Yeah, whatever. Okay. I can't not swear. Oh, my God. I'm, like, turning red. Okay. There's a mouse in my room again. Well, it's the same mouse, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So the Steelers won on Thursday Night Football. And, Mm -hmm. like, in the third third quarter, they, like, took their starters out because they were winning by, like, a 1,000 points. And I was like, oh, this is great. I can go to bed early. Mm -hmm. Normally, when your team's on at primetime, you're like, shh. You're like, crap. <laughs> I have to go to bed at like one o'clock this morning. Or like right. whenever the game's on super late on the East Coast. It's so stupid. But um, so I like, I'm like, tur- I'm like going to bed in the fourth quarter still on. I'm really excited. I'm like, I'm going to get a really good night's sleep. Mm-hmm. Got to get up early to sh- shoot something with Charlotte on Friday morning. Oh, did we ever? 12.41 a.m. I hear this rustling in my room. Like noise. Like someone's like, like in oh. my, like rustling. Oh. Like it's loud. And I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, it's here. The mouse has shown itself. It's here. The yeah. mouse is inside the house. It's like with the horror film. They're like, they're the calling. The call is coming from inside the house. You're like, the mouse is coming from inside the radiator. Um, did you get a visual? I did. I, I saw oh. him. He he like he like crawled past my dress. My dresser's like on the opposite side of my room, but mm-hmm. I saw him. And I it was like it was like a horror movie where you like blink and it's there, and then you blink and it's gone again. <laughs> it was so scary. And I was just I was laying in my bed. I'm like in a t-shirt and shorts, and I'm just laying there like sweating. My whole body is just frozen, and I'm sweating. It's like when it's like on a horror film where you have you want to scream, but like no sound no goes sound. out. You and can't I'm just move. like. I texted like seven people yeah, in my phone up, book and I was like, I woke oh my up God, to please someone be awake. I need to like scream at someone about this. I woke up to a text from Jess that said like all caps screaming about the mouse. And 
you know, I woke up and I was well rested. She was not, but I, I for a moment put myself in your position and I thought, how would I feel if I were Jessica Smetana waking up to a mouse and I felt the terror for a moment and then I let it go. But I want you to know that I was there with you in spirit for a second. Um, thank you. Anyway, we got to work on that. We got we got to get in. You got the exterminator in there, right? The exterminator came. I don't know if they did anything. I'm still freaking out. Every night I'm like scared. I put glue trap. There's glue trap. People are like, oh, did you put traps up? Oh, do you think? <laughs> wow, is that how you catch a mouse? <laughs> oh. Huh? There's. There, I'm sorry. I'm get. I get really mad. Anyways, there's glue traps everywhere. There's like actual like traps with bait everywhere. There's like steel wool I shoved in the wall. You're gonna lose a toe to a mouse trap one of these days. Oh, I've already stepped on like 15 glue traps. <laughs> like I just they're stuck to everything I own. It's so annoying. Yeah, Jess is sitting here with like glue traps. Yeah. Glue. I need to just move out of this stupid city. Oh, I didn't swear. Please don't. I know. I'm really proud of you. You did an incredible job. Um, no, I mean that. That's I'm not being up. sarcastic. Um, my personal news is that I might be a toddler um, <laughs> because on Friday we went to, we filmed a segment for the second season of The Wilder Project. We are in between seasons and um, we're doing some in the field stuff before we come back. Very exciting. In February, yes. Really fun. Went to Disney on Ice um, and I got, we expensed a pair of skates. Thank you, Sports <laughs> Illustrated. They were only, they were only 60 bucks. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. Hopefully, I'm told- the, the skates that the Disney on Ice Skater had, she said, were like two grand. They were $2,000. <laughs> they were beautiful. She had gold blades. Anyway. <laughs> they were so, like platinum. Um, we're not going to tell you too much, but basically, because yeah. we don't want to give it away, uh, moral of the story is they dressed me up as a pirate and I flew in the air. It was incredible. I woke up. I've never been so sore in my entire life as I was the next day. Um, but then yesterday... This is the best. This was truly one of the best mornings of my life, and I'm not. This isn't hyperbole. I went to Sesame Street. Wow. Because I was, I was. Chloe Kim was shooting a um, segment with them, and I'm writing something about it that's coming out later. So this was part of the reporting, and I went to Sesame Street, and we're we're gonna combine personal news with Call Deb this week because she wanted to talk about it also. Yes. So let's let's call my mom and talk about Sesame Street. Oh, well, she has, she has a story about how she bought a t-shirt off of Instagram, so. I hate to see it. Yeah. Hello, Bunder. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Deb. What did, she, what did she just call you? Okay. Well, now we have to explain it to everyone. Now we... No, oh. you don't have to. Oh, no. Let it so, be a little secret. Well, no. Basically, one day, my parents used to call... My parents used to call me <laughs> sorry. My parents used to call me Bunny. And one day, my mom, when I was like ten, my mom walked into my room and goes, "Good morning, Bunder." And we were like, "What did you just say?" And so now it's just a thing. Oh, I thought it, she said thunder, it, which yeah. would be badass. Sometimes no, it's no, thunder maybe bunder. that was a part of it. Yeah, thunder bunny or something. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Hi, Jess. Hi. How are you? Hi. I'm excellent. How are you? We're good. We we called you because we started talking about um, how I went to Sesame Street yesterday. Oh, uh, maybe that's why I called you Bunder. Yeah, a throwback. Because a throwback. Um, yeah. Oh, tell me. So I met Elmo. Oh. We should play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I met oh. Elmo and I met Big Bird. And I saw a bunch of the other Muppets, and I, I met the people who play them, and it was the truly most pure, joyous, yeah. innocent, I mean, just, I cried. 
I was supposed to be interviewing Chloe Kim, and I was sitting on the stoop of Sesame Street tearing up. Well, you'd gone home, you know? You were sitting oh. on your front steps, no? Yes. Can I tell I, you guys was, something? Yeah. I've yeah. never seen an episode of Sesame Street. <gasps> Jess. Jess. Oh, we got to show you one. Really happy for you. I know. As a fan of Muppet Treasure Island, but. Oh. Yeah. Thank you. you Thank you for saying that. And also there's, first of all, I I am not one of those people who will ever shame another person for not having seen. Thank you. Those people are the worst. I haven't seen anything. I've seen like the Marx Brothers and like A Fish (laughs) Called Wanda and the Muppets because. Yeah, that's about, that's about it. That's all I can say. (laughs) Which says a lot about why. Just wearing a Sesame Street family. Yeah, no, and that's fine. Um, I do, we should play the video. Um, So here's, here's the video of me meeting Elmo. Oh, hi everybody! Elmo's with his friend Charlotte! Hi Elmo! Hi Charlotte, how you doing? I'm good, how are you? Oh good, Elmo's so happy you're here on Sesame Street! I'm so happy I'm here on Sesame Street! Oh cool! It's so great to meet you, I'm a big fan! Oh well, Elmo's a big Charlotte fan too! Oh my goodness! (laughs) Uh, Thank you Charlotte! Can I pat you Elmo? Sure! (laughs) Oh that video! Yeah, um, but I, I cried actually. Did when you? I saw, a lot of people yes, cried. It was when you you say on this video, Elmo gives you this big hug, <laughs> and you say, "Elmo, can I pat you?" And I just lost it. I thought it was <laughs> the sweetest thing. I think the reason I think that was the most earnest and the most I felt in a really. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Well, here's, here's a question, here's a question yeah. that I have for you. Yeah. Why is it that these puppets, that these that these characters bring that out in us? I don't know. So true. I truly don't know because I so here's the thing that was kind of strange to me is I'm, his voice. It I think the voice plays a lot into it. They're also so cute. Uh-huh. You just, you know, They're when so I asked him, soft and yummy. yeah, when I asked him, can I pat you? It was because I really just was, it was like holding a puppy. You just want to, you, I wanted to give Elmo a little, but anyway, a little puppy hug. What's strange yeah. though, is that I, so the, there are people who play these puppets. Puppets are not. What? That's my, that's my real question. No. What yes. It like meeting the inside of the puppet. Well, it was weird because like, here's this guy, Matt, who's wearing Big Bird's pants. And then, like, a normal Nike dry fit on top. Are and then you allowed he... to, like, out him? Yeah, I think so. I think their names sure. are. Because they, okay. they, they, just, yeah. just, just me. No, no, no. Sure. That's a good question. Because, like, I can't, we, we don't know who plays Gritty, and we never will. Yeah. No, Gritty's. He takes being an Yeah, but Gritty's a mascot. He's, he's sports. That's true. But anyway, so this guy's wearing these Big Bird pants, and then they put the suit on. And I know that that guy is still inside it, and yet this character is completely its own thing. And, like, the person who does Elmo's voice is this sweet, lovely guy, and he's sitting on the ground operating Elmo, and yet I'm talking to Elmo, and Elmo feels like a real entity of his own. And so I think that's why it's so moving, is that these characters, like, they completely get separated from the human realm and just... The human realm. You know know what we call it? What? The human realm. <laughs> I was trying, you know, I was trying to think about this and thinking, well, the thing about these characters is they, they exist out of time. They don't have to contend so with true. growing old or yeah. with things oh. happening to them. They're there and they're, pu- they're pure and they're, they're ready to be. 
excited. <laughs> I'm gonna cry again. Okay. Uh, can mm. you, we need to move on before I start tearing up on on our podcast. Can you? Yes. So you mentioned I woke up to a text on Sunday from you that said I just bought a T-shirt off of Instagram. Can you tell us what that T-shirt said, please? Uh, yes. First of all, you have to know that I love Instagram ads, but usually, Why? you know, they sell like greeting cards. They sell pop-up greeting cards. You open them up, and it's a tree <laughs> with autumn foliage. Is that what your is that what your Instagrams are for? Ads? They they give you algorithms for pop-up greeting cards. I yeah, I got I got a whole lot of pop-up dog greeting cards. You haven't gotten those. No, you what open are you the Googling? Card and it's a German <laughs> Shepherd. Oh okay. I love that anyway, you order things from Instagram. Well, I do too. I'm, you know, I'm checking over my Instagrams from the night before. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way, if you are Johnny, if you're my brother, please stop listening right now. Okay. So I'm looking. Spoiler alert. Here, uh, spoiler alert. And, you know, I get some T-shirt ads, but they say things like, if you can be one thing, be kind. And I think, really? (laughs) So this T-shirt, this black T-shirt comes up Mm -hmm. and it says in huge, big block letters, each thing on a different line, Mm -hmm. Papa, the man, the myth, (laughs) the legend. I lost it. I just lost it. I mean, oh my god! So you you bought a shirt that says "Papa, the man, the myth, the legend" because Instagram suggested it. They to you. got you so good. <laughs> Listen, there's been, I've had a lot of Papas in my life, and Papa, you know, Papa is sort of um, well. That's what legend. that's Charlotte. what I called my grandfather, and that's what I my uncles. Say, is, is his, it's your uncle. Well, Papa wait. John? Right. No, but my, my father Papa. called his father because my father was born in Europe and he called his father Papa. Right. And then you called my father. You and your cousins called him Papa. And then all of a sudden, my brother turns in five years ago. He has a grand girl and he calls <laughs> and they call him Papa. Oh, it all comes so, full circle. I call my grandpa Pap. Well, it's like there you go. yeah, it's like a kind of state of mind, and you don't get to be Papa without earning it. That's true. And so, so I you had to buy thinking, the T-shirt. Well, I started thinking about your Papa and how one day Johnny, my brother, and I made him play baseball with us. Yeah. And usually he was way too busy writing operas. And I'm not sure he knew what baseball was because he didn't come here to this country until he was eight. Uh-huh. So he picks up the bat and I toss him this pitch and my brother's in the outfield and my father swings and he hits the ball over the moon oh. right up into the cloudy sky. And I got so happy because I thought, wow, he really is American. And so, and I feel sort of that way that my little brother is a myth and a legend because he's a papa now. (laughs) So I ordered that t-shirt for him. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you as always. Your stories are incredible. The people love you. I read a, I read a review that was like, more Deb. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you, everybody. And thank you, Charlotte. And thank you, Jess. Oh, thank you. now... And go watch Sesame Street. I, okay. Yeah, well, I, that's what we'll do at work this afternoon. I probably won't. Okay, perfect. Okay, thank you. Love you. Bye. Bye, guys. Love you.
She tells me she loves me more than my own mother does. Uh, you can borrow her. She's a really good mom. <laughs> I already have a Deb in my life. I know. That's it's a lot of Debs. My sister. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> it's our it's our little friend, the Burst Sonic toothbrush. We've you already read for this are one. I'm so excited about toothbrushes. Yeah, because the average person only brushes their teeth for 45 to 70 seconds. Should I do this one as Aunt Char? No. Okay. Um, but the recommended <laughs> brushing time is two minutes, and the Sonic Burst, sorry, the Burst Sonic toothbrush has a built in two minute timer to help you reach the magic number. Magic number. It's like baseball season's back. Yeah. Well, Love the, it. the sports. First, sports. Uh, are toothbrushes sports? Next week. Yeah, we'll pod. talk about this next week. But uh, the first toothbrushes were t- tree twigs. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> just in case you were wondering. Um, the Burst, uh, I can't say. It. Okay. The Burst Sonic Toothbrush. There you go. Enunciate. Um, it has the largest battery life with up to four weeks of use on just one hour's charge. Mm-hmm. It's the most endorsed toothbrush by dental professionals. Over 10,000. I was going to say 100,000. That's no. 10,000. false advertising. Dental professionals have switched to Burst. But over 100,000 subscribers are loving their Burst Brush. Yeah, it has uh, charcoal-infused super soft bristles. Yeah. Which I'm not going to lie. Like, brushing my teeth is my favorite like I, it's great. I do, do you like it, brushing your teeth? I do it all the time. Yeah, I like brushing my teeth. After, I don't after floss enough. I went through hell to get these bad boys. <laughs> I'll tell my tooth saga on I can't one of wait. these days. I never had braces, not to brag. I have had 16 teeth pulled. Oh my God, I didn't even know humans had 16 teeth. You have like 28 or 32 or something. How do you have any teeth left? Well, they were baby teeth, but I had to get them like oh, surgically. Oh, so the other ones. It's, my story starts with my parents getting me x-rays when I was a baby to make sure I had teeth and ends with a former Notre Dame offensive lineman, oral surgeon, yanking my last baby tooth out when I was in high school. So, oh, God. Okay. Well, so. That's for another day. Go to burststoralcare.com <laughs> to get your burst sonic toothbrush today. With the Burst subscription program, you'll get a new replacement head every three months for just $6 each. If you use our code at checkout, which is, shockingly, MVP, 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 you'll also get 10% off your order. That's BurstOralCare.com with code MVP, MVP, MVP for 10% off. It's just one MVP. It's just one MVP, but we want to make sure you get it. So don't miss out on this special offer. It's a great gift idea, too. Go to BurstOralCare.com and don't forget our code MVP. 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 Should we do True Gritty? Yes. <clears throat> Wait. Oh, first. Uh, when we last left our intrepid amorphous monster, Gritty was wandering around Sesame Street at night because he'd stormed out of his parents' house after his parents told him that he shouldn't want to be a mascot and that he should aim higher. So here we go. In the years that passed after the conversation with his parents at dinner, Gritty withdrew. He stopped going to visit Oscar the Grouch because being so close to someone in show business felt taboo now that his parents had made their wishes known. He never called Scooter, Oscar's agent, who told him he could be somebody. But he kept his card in a desk drawer and would take it out from time to time, staring longingly at the embossed letters on the thick, luxurious paper. He went to public school and gazed at the monsters monsters taking mascot classes. He wanted it so badly, but he knew his parents would be crushed if they found out he'd gone against their wishes. One day, his parents, Sweetums and Big Red, called Gritty into the living room of their trash can. Gritty, Big Red said, we're sending you to boarding school. 
It's called Monster Academy, and it's for gifted monsters who are on fast track to academic success. They take monsters very serious there. You'll be on your way to a successful career in monsters medicine or monster law. Why does Big Red sound like Aunt Shar after oh my too many cigarettes? <laughs> Gritty sighed. He realized it was no use arguing. Two days later, he packed his little monster suitcase and his little monster backpack. Before he left his room, he turned around. He opened the desk drawer, took out Scooter's card, and placed it carefully in his little monster wallet. I'm ready! (laughs) (laughs) He announced to his parents. They walked him to the bus stop, hugged him goodbye, and made him promise to write. Gritty boarded the bus, and the only empty seat was next to a little green guy with a honker for a nose and a big belly. Hi! <laughs> the God damn it. I'm Fanatic Ispearson the Fourth. My teachers call me Fanatic, but you can call me Fanny. Hi! <laughs> Hi! Gritty said. I'm Gritty. Are you going to monster school too? <laughs> Charlotte, get through it. We're almost done. You can do it. Sorry. I'm not going to monster school, said Fanny. I'm getting off this bus at the next stop. I'm not going to be what my parents want me to be. I'm going to be me. Want a ditch together? Gritty looked at him. Finally, someone understood. It was a risk, but it was worth it. Sure, Gritty said. I'm in. And just like that, the rest of Grittison's life began. Oh my god, that's the hardest one I've ever done. You, I'm your, crying. Your voices. I, I have tears running down my face. Oh man. Oh my god, why are why am I insane? Okay. Um <clears throat> Well, I can't wait to see what happens next. Yeah, no, it's good. This is things start getting wild in Did the next Did you ask chapters. Oscar the Grouch about Gritty? Oh yeah, I forgot to say when I went to Sesame Street, I told everyone who works there that I write gritty fan fiction and oh that, my god, <laughs> and that he lived, he grew up behind Oscar's trash can. So they showed me Oscar's trash can, and I got to see. But wow, yeah, they were like, "Whoa, this this girl's normal." Um, well, yeah, it was really exciting. I think that I mean, you know, they're Muppet people, so they were into it. Um, you want to call, should I, I have to run to the bathroom. Do you want to call Aunt Char while I'm gone? Yeah. You need to get that checked out. No, I know. I do. It's like, I also just never want to talk to her, so. <laughs> I don't blame you. Ask Aunt Char. Hello? Hi, Aunt Char. Oh my God, Jessica. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. Um, uh, did Charlotte get my email? I don't know. She's not here right now. Well, I asked her why is she never not why is she never there when I call. Like it's getting a little bit rude at this point. I don't I don't know what to tell you. Um, we have a question for you this week. Okay, what's up? Um, is a hot dog a sandwich? Hold me back. <laughs> Hold me back. I can't. First of all, I can't believe we are still asking this question in 2018. This was a question that was funny in 2016, and now we are still talking about it. I saw the Today Show. Oh, I watch the Today Show every morning when I have my morning Chardonnay. And I'm watching it, and they're all like, oh, is a hot dog a sandwich? And I'm like, Hoda, listen, we've done this before. No, first of all, it's not. So it shouldn't even be a question. Second of all, how are we still talking about this? So that's my answer. No, and to hell with that. I, Aunt Char, I agree with you for once. Why you? Why are we still talking about this? 
I don't understand. I'm like, okay, can we move on? Like, how you know, is uh, is a Chardonnay a wine? I mean, uh, well, yeah, yeah, like object- <laughs> objectively, yes, uh, Chardonnay is a wine. Well, you know, Jessica, I'm not very good at analogies, but I'm just saying it seems a little bit ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. And a hot dog, whether it's a sandwich or not, it's delicious. Right. I will eat hot dog. There is nothing like a cool glass of wine and a hot dog on a hot summer day. You never dip your hot dog in your wine? Oh, uh, who doesn't? That's a good question. <laughs> it's a, a true delicacy. They call it um, the caviar of Connecticut. <laughs> so, you know. Well, thanks, Ashar. Yeah, you'll have to come over sometime. We'll have, yeah, we'll yeah have sure. Hot dogs and Chardonnay. One day I'll come over. Hot dogs and Chardonnay, the title of my memoir. Mm-hmm. All right, well, is that it? Do you have yeah, anything else please, for me? Yeah, please, I have to go. Okay. Bye. All right, tell Charlotte to call me. Yeah, of course. Okay, bye. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jess, did, uh, how, how was she? It was, she's great. She, I'm so sorry that you're the one who has to talk to me too. my I, alter ego. You need to just be here next week and yeah. do it because I'm sick of her. Actually, um, not to pull back the curtain too much <laughs> this morning as I was walking <laughs> to, to record this, I was like, uh okay well like i can take a bathroom break when jess calls aunt char and then i was like oh my god i'm aunt char i do her voice this is it's like there are too many there are too oh many god. realms oh. that my brain is entering into uh okay so this week's well we'll tell you what the segment is after basically <laughs> baker mayfield uh said at his press conference after the browns beat the who do they play why am i eight holes what? Sorry, no. <laughs> I don't know. Who did the Browns play? I've, I'm actually I'm, I'm completely I'm blanking. <laughs> I'm completely blanking right now. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Don't they, tell me. Don't, don't tell, tell me, me. Don't tell me. Hold on. The Falcons. Oh, Falcons. The Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> so after the Browns lo- uh, beat... Oh, my God. After the Browns beat the Falcons at Baker Mayfield's press conference, the quarterback said... Someone was like, did you know you were going to have such a good game today? And he said, well, you know, I didn't necessarily know that, but I woke up feeling dangerous. Yeet. And that was this week's yeet. Yeet. Okay, ask a youth. Jess, am I a meme now? Yeah, Charlotte, you're a meme. What? How? Uh, so Charlotte, <laughs> Charlotte is fucking terrible. Sorry, I swear. <laughs> Damn it. You were doing really well, I though. I know. I'm okay. really proud of you. Thanks. Charlotte is awful at making memes. And like, uh, like she'll take a meme that's like a two-layer meme and try to turn it into like an 18-layer meme. <laughs> oh, my God. And like, just there's too, many, there's too many moving parts. Like, I'm not trying to roast you right now. No, but no, like, no. you're I, not good at it at all. You just, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit shaken because... I've been in therapy for years, and you just described my brain in one sentence better that it, there should be two layers, and you make it 17. Yeah, uh, I said 18. And I need to listen better. <laughs> my therapist also says that. Um, kidding. I'm but yeah, Charlotte's listener. awful at memes. So everyone started making fun of her for being terrible at memes and like making memes of Charlotte's memes. Yeah. And they're v- extremely funny. They're really funny. Yeah. There was one meme that... so. Me being bad at memes is a meme, and there's one meme about me being <laughs> mad at memes where it's I had tweeted um, who pissed off the football gods and gave us two primetime Cowboys game in one week, and someone made so took a picture of a guy shooting another it's, guy. It's from Hannibal. It's Hannibal Burris. Okay, it's from like a sketch comedy show. So there's this, it's whatever. It's a picture of a guy shooting another guy, and the guy shooting the guy. <laughs> so it's it's written over the guy shooting the guy. It oh, says, okay. <laughs> 
No, no, no. Look at our Instagram. I'll yeah. post it to Instagram. The only thing worse than me making a meme is me trying to describe a me a picture meme out loud. Oh God, it's so it's so terrible. All right, so keep roasting Charlotte though. It's funny. Yeah, but in in good fun. Never stop. I love it. Um, and that's our why our MVP MVP this week is everyone who sent us a Charlotte meme. Every single person, I cry, laughed. I was like, I'm truly moved and honored, and I laugh a lot. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're gonna wrap up the show per usual. Just gets 30 seconds to rant about Notre Dame <clears throat> football, starting now. First of all, I don't think that the green jerseys are unlucky because they won this weekend, and I think we need to normalize the green jerseys so that when they win or lose, it's like not because it's an unlucky thing. Like the green jerseys are cool. My other fucking issue, huge issue, is the Shamrock Series uniforms this weekend that look like Yankees uniforms that are just hideous. Who thought pinstripe pants are gonna like would look good on anyone except like maybe a couple running backs and a quarterback? The offensive line is just gonna look ridiculous in these uniforms, and they don't even have gold helmets. They have like, these matte black helmets. If you're not a Yankees fan, why would you? Why? Who likes these? They're terrible. That was really good. They're hideous, Charlotte. I know. Well, you know what? We're going to see them in person. That's right. Most Valuable Podcast is taking its talents on the road, and we are going to Yankee Stadium to watch Notre Dame play Syracuse. And if you're going to be there, we want to see you. Oh, my God, your voice. Yeah, please, though, if you see us this weekend at Yankee Stadium, say hi. Yeah. Um, what? <laughs> oh yeah, producer yeah. Matt was just like uh, Charlotte might not come back. I'm terrified to go to. Well, a football if Notre Dame loses, test. I'm going to throw you over the fucking terrace. Of okay, Yankee State. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I will take it out on you. I watching Notre Dame games. That feels be, really mean. I'm and sorry. It's not your fault. It's proximity. It's death by like you're just going to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Just leave me. Okay, if they're losing. But if they're losing, I'm just also gonna leave like, you at Yankee Stadium. No, you, yeah, just let I'm gonna go. bury me underneath home plate. Like, just let me die there because <laughs> I cannot take, the stress of this season is eating away at me. You guys are undefeated. Yes, it's so stressful because now if they win out, it's like we're going to play against Clemson or Alabama. Okay, this feels like the beginning of another no, rant. No, 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 it's not. This is just college football talk. Let okay. me just, yeah, go for it. Okay, first of all, I gotta say, like me talking about Notre Dame, like this isn't like a fucking eight and four season. They're undefeated, so no, they're, I know. they're nationally relevant. This is great. Like if Notre Dame was shitty this year, we probably would not talk about them nearly as much. No, I love it. But like if they lose this weekend, I'm going to actually implode. I know, and I and I feel that stress, and I'm I just want you to know Especially that to fucking Syracuse. I just want you to know that I'm here for you and I support you. Thank you. And you might kill me, but yeah, you'll never but if push you see me us, away. If you see us at <laughs> If you see us at the game. Yeah, we want it. We're going to be um, we asking might, you guys might, about your takes and we're going to be recording stuff. We and might so, bring Rumplemans and uh, Hershey syrup. Yeah, we're going to do haircuts. Never heard it called that before in my life, but. Well, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> my impulse is when you don't know something that I say, <laughs> I'm probably incorrect. I'm so sorry that I've hurt. <laughs> no, you but like this it's way. actually mostly. It's true. less that you've hurt me and more that that's how it's borne out. Um, but yeah, please come say hi. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We're going to be sending some funny stuff. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Radio.com, or wherever you get your shows. Like and subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star review. And tell all your friends. Please, spread the word. Spread the word. And as always, thank you for being MVP VPs. MVP. MVP.